I'm your entertainment 100%. So you, wait, so. You're my muse. I rely on you to to bring out the best of me. <laughs> yeah. So so you're going to wait. You so this time you're going to ask me a question. Yeah. I need your answer to inspire my answer. To inspire your answer. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I need. All right, so you're going to let me say my entire answer then. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to let you get it all. Trust me. I'm, I can wait. <laughs> I, oh, so this one you so this one you can wait. This oh, absolutely. One, this this, this one I will take take your time. <laughs> <laughs> take your time. Take your time. Holy crap! That's oh my god. Oh, oh, we got we got the feedback again. How does this keep happening to us? Is it? Yeah, it's so wet. We're really crazy. This the the, the uh. The thing is that it doesn't come out on the show. So I don't. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't. Only we can hear it. No, we're the only ones that can hear it. Ah, I'm gonna see if I can hit the button. Bam! Look at me. I think I clutched that. You are are you now the tech guy? You want us? Do you want? I'm just spots? saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you want to trade spots? I mean, I'm like Jake from State Farm. Man, reliable. Yo, James. Listen, uh, how does how does how do we sound? I want my. Let me do a sound check. Baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. James, baby you back. want me to mute him? Baby back. We need a jingle, Frankie. We need a jingle for the show. Oh my god! Like we need to come up with something. Um, we need a jingle. We need a jingle, like something that's quick, bam, fast. Oh, he All says right. it sounds right. good. Sound Thank good. you, James. Okay, you the man. Um, we need a jingle, bro. A jingle. Yeah, like. I mean, come on, like, you need to do something. Like, we, you know, Puerto Rico is dropping in the ratings. We need to do something like a Latino jingle. Like, El El Con Idiotas. He's <laughs> El El Con Idiotas. El El Con Idiotas. <laughs> all right, so you need a role model. <laughs> come on, Frankie. I think, I think all jokes, I think we're going to have to just take a couple of weeks off so you can go to the get I'm, go to the hospital. Listen, I need, need a psyche valve. Listen, we've been there already. They told me that the, my friends are fine. <laughs> yeah, your friends are fine. There's nothing wrong with your friends. It's not your friends that I'm worried about. You know what? My friends got me in trouble today. All of them? Yes, all of them collectively got me in trouble today with my mother-in-law. And let me explain, because I matter of fact, as we get through this podcast, let me first start off by apologizing to my mother-in-law. And let me get some context to this. <laughs> so, you know, all right. So for starters, <clears throat> my son, my son always does things that makes me go, why is he doing that? He does very random, impulsive things. My son, he acts before he thinks. It's, it's something that I'm hoping he grows out of. It's something that I'm hoping he further develops. And every time he does one of these acts, or whatever random acts that I find irritating, I blow up like Ralph Crandom. Crandom. So, so you basically, in uh, I, I lose. You're, you're being a parent. Yeah, basically, and okay. you know, all the time. And I'm like, oh my god, why does he do this? Why? It's like he knows this grinds my gears, and he does it all the time. I love my son to death, but when he does this impulsive stuff, it drives me crazy. Well, I did something similar, and what? I now understand what did you where do? my son gets it from. What did you so do? I'm on the phone. I had to pick up something from my mother-in-law's house. Okay. And I I had to pick up like a water jug. We was going to take one of their water jugs because we were running low. So we said, and since we use the same company, we said, let's, you know, share water jugs. So I go over there. To what pick do you mean? Like the coolers. Oh, you know the, oh the coolers? okay. I'm like, yeah. water jugs. Who the heck? Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> you need for, for your quarters, pennies? <laughs> so I go over there to go pick it up, whatever. I go there and I see my father-in-law. His head is peeking at the, at the front window. So I'm like, ooh, I want to go surprise him. Let him know I'm here. And I, I, they have a bench out there. So I got on top of the bench, and I go, and I see his head. And I'm like, hello, but I'm on the phone with Erica at the same time. So I'm, like, talking and seeing him, like, hello, I'm here, and, you know, trying to surprise him. And then I get down, I go inside, and my mother was like, hey, and, you know, and she's like, 
said, did you stand up on the bench? And then in my mind. Stand up on the bench? Yeah, because they have the bench out there that oh, okay. I got up there to, to, to see through the window. Now, in my mind, Frankie, this is how my mind plays tricks on me. In my mind, because I just left the gym and I did leg day. I can barely run, walk, stand, do anything, right? So I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, there's no way I stood up on the bench. I was like, no, mom. I went up there on my knee and I just peeked over because it's not that high. And I'm like, because in my head, I thought that's what happened. (laughs) So that's what you thought you saw. That's what I thought I did. Because in my mind, I'm like, I'm not some random animal that's going to stand up on your bench, mom. Like, I'm not going to just like, it's not that serious. I wouldn't do something that impulsive and stupid. I think after I get the water jug and, you know, exchange our pleasantries, I go to leave. And I, as I'm leaving, I'm carrying the jug and I'm going back to the car and I put the jug in the car and I sit, I sat in the car and I just said to myself, was it really my knee? And I'm replaying it in my mind. <laughs> I replayed it in my mind and I'm like, and then I look back at their window and uh-huh. I said, that is impossible <laughs> for me <laughs> to be on my knee and still see that window. <laughs> so I want to say, mom. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to lie to you. Your son-in-law is an idiot. <laughs> hence, hence why he's on the show. <laughs> I was like, I, I was literally in the car processing like, why did I think it was my knee? <laughs> and I was literally because like, in my mind, I'm like, I was too tired to stand up there. I was like, there's no way I'm going to lift my leg. Up. I was doing lunges. There's no way. Oh, leg day is the worst. Remember the, day? the first day? Bro, remember when we did leg day together? So the first time it was fine. Yeah. The first time I was like that entire week, I was like, yeah, no problem. I was surprised. I was like, Frankie, I said, this is extreme leg day. And, and the thing is, I do Frankie right in the deep end. We worked out together. I said, Frankie, you're going to do everything I do. Frankie did it, didn't complain. He was like, nope, solid. Boom. I was like, I called him the next day to check on him. He was like, no, I'm fine. I was like, Frankie, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I, I felt nothing. And I said the second day, because sometimes you get that delayed reaction mm-hmm. on the second day. I was like, Frankie, are you sure you're okay? Nothing. He was like, no, I'm fine. And he was back at it. He was back at the gym again. I'm like, okay. That following week? The following week, we did leg day again. I was like, the oh, same, I, same I exercise? I, I was like, I can't, I can't, I, I can't, I can't. It hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even get the word out. Dude, that entire Frankie was week. Like, Frankie's like, I've been in the basement. I have been upstairs in three days. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that first week, it and I was like, why is he always complaining about leg day? I mean, oh, like I was, but yeah. that following week, I was like, good Lord, baby Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had the Bambi leg. That's why I was like, there's no way I got my leg up there. Yeah. But no, I think I did, like an idiot. Um, impulsive me. You know, if they have cameras, she, you, know, you know, she saw it. Yeah, now, no, but I want to make sure in, in front of the world and on live, uh, on air, let my mother-in-law, I'm sorry. Your, son, your son-in-law is not a liar. He's just an idiot. So I yeah. um, want to get that clear. Um, second thing I want to uh, touch on real quick, because we got a whole show to talk about, about insurance. I want to give like a PSA for all the parents who have a a child who just got their license. If your child just got their license. And, it's going up. And, you know, we all know it's going to go up, Frankie, right? We all know the insurance is going to go up. But what one thing that I did not know, because you think that when it's going to go up, you think that it will go up on the vehicle that they're going to be registered and tied to, right? Right. It's that is false. That. It's, it's to the, to the household. whole the ha- household. The household, yeah. So for those that don't know, whatever car you have, even though your child may not be driving that car, your premium will go up across all vehicles. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> across all vehicles. You, 
you your premium that you thought you were paying will go up drastically, almost double. My car, my premium for my car went up by I want to say almost thirty, like thirty percent, just for my car. <laughs> oh no, I know, I know. But but so here's the thing: so you put it on your insurance, yeah. So yours goes up. Yep. Now what's going to happen is that when she goes to get her own, it's going to go up. So what you go. what you need to do? She needs to get her own. Get her on her own insurance now, because yeah. she has to get those three years. Yeah. Because then it'll drop. Because now it's under yours. It's not under her name. So yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, getting yeah. hit. So you really need to just put her on her own. Now, I got to find out, though, if you have a probationary license, though, can you get your own insurance? You should be able to. You think? I don't know. Well, I'm speaking to a guy tomorrow. Um, my in-laws also gave me a card to a guy, a gentleman, who actually does price comparison across all insurance carriers. They shop it for you so they can give you the best rate for the same amount of coverage. So I'm going to set an appointment, get that squared away. But just for those parents who don't know, or you have a child that is very young and eventually you're going to cross this bridge, just know that if you're paying, like, just say $200 for your insurance for your vehicle and they're now a licensed driver under your policy, that $200 will go to $500. Just putting it out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's definitely going to be up there. Yeah, it's uh, definitely. Yeah, but no, you have to. You actually have to try to get them on their own insurance. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm doomed. Yeah. Oh, dude. Because I mean, twins. Dude. Because of the twins, it's gonna be like two uh, expensive yeah, policies on be... top of and my insurance. And you, oof. 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 Hey. I think I'm gonna get them a bus pass. You, you know, take you to. You wanna get another prostate exam? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go pee first. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> Quick, we have a bunch of people in the room right now. Your wife's on. Uh, Hello. We have Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Nice uh maria nick are here maria's the hey. one maria signs in but nick's listening to us in the background that's your all right guy. that's long as my guys here long as my guys here uh we have uh row 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 good to see you in here and then okay it says l oh you know who that is that's your that's guy my boy <laughs> That's, that's your my boy. boy that's your boy lewis that's my, my boy lewis he's here Beautiful lewis what's up lou and he's like, where's the camera? Give us a few. Oh, I, I got to hit all the buttons, dude. Yeah, all yeah. the buttons. We're, we're, we're cooking. We're cooking. This is not, we haven't even started yet. This yeah. is just the intro. So we have um, Farazan and, and James. James was on before we were. Yep, he my was man, like James. sitting there my, waiting. James is, is uh, part of our Life Lessons with Idiot staff. He helps us with sound check. He's the first one in the building. We appreciate you, James. Thanks for holding it down for us, bro. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get started, man. Let's go ahead and heat things up. We got a few things to talk about. We want to hurry up and get... Go and watch the uh, football game, um, Cowboys versus 49ers. I don't know what the result of that Buffalo game. They're, they're rocking right now against the Bengals. Um, exciting things in the playoffs. Exciting things. Sorry, Giants fans. <laughs> Let, let's just all right, all right, you know, get we'll, the show started. Yeah, we're going to get the show started. <laughs> I got jokes. <laughs> we're going to get started with DJ Fire cooking it up real hot on this glorious Sunday. Is a magic number. Three Pete. Welcome to season three. You're now rocking with the best. In the Cloud Radio proudly presents. Presents. 
presents Life Lessons with Idiots. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're your hosts, Frankie and Rashawn, and it's time to preheat the oven. It's time to cook up in here. Come for the music and comedy, but stay for the lessons. They're definitely and still, still. not the smartest in the room. I was like, what? They were, they were like <laughs> clapping. They were like, hey, man. <laughs> so you release the demons. <laughs> My mother looked at me. She said, boy, that boy got an anointing on him. <laughs> but they're definitely not the dumbest. So here we go again. Life Lessons with Idiots. Hey, welcome to Life Lessons with Idiots. We're your boys, Frankie and Rashawn. Today is January Double Deuce 2023. January 22nd. Wow, love it. Um, Already, man, January seems to be flying by right now, Frankie. This is crazy to me right now. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, thank you for rocking and rolling with us. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in to Life Lessons with Idiots. You know how to reach us and you know how to follow us. Please make sure you check us out on Spotify. Uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Stitcher, and all your favorite streaming services. And give us a follow on there so you can stay up to date on all the newest episodes that are coming in uh, that we post. Uh, please sure to also check us out on Mixcloud so you can be part of our fellow idiots in the room. Uh, look under In The Cloud Radio, uh, not Life Lessons With Idiots, Life Lessons With Idiots. That channel is reserved for all of our episodes, but In The Cloud Radio is where we stream all of our live shows and Frankie's random mixes. Uh, Lewis found that out the hard way. He's like, I'm not getting the notifications when you guys go on. <laughs> and it's because he was under the other one. But now we know. Living and learning. So, Again, by the way, also, please make sure you follow us on social media. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on Twitter. Uh, just give us a follow so you can stay up tuned and up to date on all of our antics and all of our posts. And last but not least, if you have any questions, ideas, or anything you want us to address on this show, please feel free to always send an email to lifelessonswithidiots at gmail.com. And your boys, we're back. We're back in the building. Let's cook, Frankie. We're back? Yeah, man. Hey, there's the camera. There we go. Visuals is up. Visuals is up. Uh, how you feeling today, Frankie? Dude, I don't know what I ate yesterday, but mm. it's not agreeing with me. And I'm over here drinking. Did you have that baby back, baby back, baby nope. back, baby nope. back? Nope, nope, nope. But I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm between seltzer and water. I'm mm. like, I have no idea, but it's mm. not comfortable right now. Word. Yeah, I've been burping everything up. LL con idiotas. <laughs> we need a jingle, bro. El El Con Idiotas. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get Somebody come up with a jingle for us. Come on. We need something. To, uh, we got it because our Puerto Rican fans are, are dropping on the list here. We got to get them back. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> well, what happened was we were looking at the um, at the ratings and it looks like um, um, I think Mexico, Germany and France are actually. Um, Germany. Who knew? <laughs> our, our our listeners are we're getting more listeners from there. Listen, I'm not complaining. I, no, we I, love we I, love I, all I love the them. listeners from across the world. I don't but. care where you're coming from. If you're listening to us, obviously you're looking uh, you're looking to get away from the normal stuff that you hear. You know, mm -hmm. you're, just, you're looking to get away from the regular media, and you're looking for authenticity because after last week's show, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. You can't you can't go into those type of conversations and go yeah that's written up. Yeah, man. No, that was definitely one hundred percent authentic, and I was just, I was just telling my friends like what my friends were telling me. They were like, "Why do you keep asking Frankie questions that we all know he's gonna? We know what he's gonna say. <laughs> you ask Frankie a question, we all know what he's gonna say." And I say, "Oh, because I want to hear how he's gonna say it." <laughs> all right. 
All right, so. All right, man. Let's rock and roll, man. Oh, Mimi's in the building. What up, Mimi? <laughs> Good to see you again, girl. Um, all right, man. Let's go ahead and cook. You want me to go first? I usually go first, but... You, no. Uh, listen, um, I'm still setting up. Okay, so do you, your thing. So you can start asking your questions. All right. All right. Um, no, I got... You know, for, for starters, uh, you know, I'll start... I want to start with something with my daughter. My daughter had a rough week this week. I think because Mercury was in retrograde or something like that. Um, no, but she really did have a rough week. Uh, because she's in dance competitions. Okay. And uh, she goes to rehearsal for dance competitions throughout the week. She's uh, she goes to dance practice. I want to say four or five times a week. It's crazy. Um, but long story less long. Uh, the teachers there, you know, as as we start heating up towards competition day, it gets a little bit more intense. Obviously, everybody, you know, the, the dance school, they're very invested. They want the school to stand out. The teachers want to stand out for their choreography. So it gets a lot more intense. And as a creative, you want to see your best product be judged fairly, right? Okay. So they're going to get more intense with the with the dancers. And it's been quite a bit of an emotional week, I would say, uh, for my daughter and, and a lot of her friends in that dance school because the teachers have been on them. Instructors have been on them much more than usual. And so what I want to get to, and you can apply this not just to – this situation with the dance teachers, but you can apply this with any kind of sports, uh, whether it's cheerleading, soccer, uh, whether it's even uh, work in corporate America. How do you, what's the difference between being strict versus constructive criticism? Break that down for me, Frankie. What's the difference between being strict and constructive criticism? Like if you got a boss who comes to you and be like, Frankie, you know, you're just lazy. <laughs> that's not constructive criticism, <laughs> is it? That's micromanaging. Uh, yeah, okay, that's micromanaging. But I also feel like that's an attack on you as a, a person, as a character. I don't think that's – if they say, hey, Frankie, these projects are running behind. They're, they're being delayed. How can we get about making this better? Uh, maybe you need to work on your better time management. I feel like that's a constructive criticism because I'm giving you something that you can improve upon that I notice. Whereas, oh, you're just – you're just lazy, Frankie. <laughs> yeah, no, well, people need to learn how to communicate. That's the problem. I mean, like, are we talking just in general? Like, are we talking... I'm just talking a, in as general. A, as, a, as a parent or in no, work? No, I'm talking because in general. that's different. I'm just talking in general, like, whether you're dealing with someone at work or whether you, uh, your child is dealing with something in, in, in school uh, competitions or whatever recreational first, activity. Well, first of all, nobody should be spoken down to. That's, that's Totally agree. You should not be talking down. Because if, when you do that, don't get mad when they... When they retaliate. They, they retaliate. And when yeah. they do, you can't be like, how dare you say that to me? Well, how dare you talk to me that way? Yeah. I, listen, I don't talk to anybody. I don't talk down to anybody. Yeah. You know, we're all equal here in this world. I don't care how big your paycheck is. That bus that can hit me can sure enough hit you. Exactly. Uh, so I have no problem telling people that. But well, there's sometimes uh, when you're when you're trying to explain some, something to somebody who's just yeah. being stubborn. They misunderstand it, and they and they think that you're attacking them. Hmm. So approach has to be different. I mean, like you can't talk to you know to to your son and your daughter the way you would talk to a grown man that's supposed to be mm -hmm. responsible for <clears throat> taking care of his wife and family. Okay. Okay. You need to talk to Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> no. So that's funny you say that, but they say that once the cameras are off, he's probably one of the quietest persons. Oh no, I, I'm a to. big, big, big fan of Gordon Ramsay. I, I, I think he's probably. I love the way he I've talks. seen tons of things. I love, I love him with children. I think he's amazing with children. Um, and I do think that some. I think he takes his passion for what he uh, feels with cooking. 
Right. He takes it seriously. And I think he feels that if he doesn't feel like you're giving your 100%, he's going to call you out on it. He's going to insult you. He's going to berate you. He's going to do these things because you're insulting his craft. So here's my thing with con- constructive criticism and versus like being strict. I think one, the first thing is it got to, you got to, it, it's the source of who's saying it. I think it starts there first. If the source of the person who's saying the thing to you is credible, like, do they have a vested interest in your development? Do they have a vested interest in wanting you to be better? I feel like if the source is credible, then I think you need to change your lens and how you're receiving that information. So even if they kind of come off kind of rough and kind of aggressive, I think you need to change your lens to say, wait, this person cares about me, whether it's a parent, whether it's a coach, whether it's somebody who's just trying to bring out the best in you because they see the best in you. I think you got to kind of give them a little bit of leeway in how they're communicating it. Only and again, no one deserves to be disrespected, and I agree with you on not talking down to them. But I do think you gotta. But when it comes to parenting, yeah, you always have to start with screaming <laughs> right out the gate. You listen. You want you, something done profanity, in your house? It must no, no, be. No, 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 not profanity, <laughs> but you got to start with screaming and then work your way down to the lo- the regular voice. I got you. I got you. Because you know, no kid wants to do anything. Yeah, yeah. There's you got to wake him up. There's not a kid out there. Uh, yo, uh, I need for you to watch this. <sighs> I'll watch <sighs> once I finish Call of Duty. I know. What? Yeah? Huh? Get get? What? <laughs> no. You, as a no, parent, it, listen, and right. people, and, and I'm joking around, obviously, but there's an age, and that's, I think it's between, I think, 10 and 16. Yeah. That's that age. The kids, you really have to force them to do things. And if you don't embed it to them there, right then and there, they're never ever going to understand yeah. why you know they you know they need to do these things to live. It's not like you want them to do it. You know, it's not like you're telling them, "Listen, I want you to wash the dishes because you know just because to wash the dishes." No, we're teaching you something. That you're going to take it mm-hmm. when you move out. Because I'm telling you, the day my kids move out of my house and I move I, and I go visit them, I'm gonna do the exact same thing. That can of soda, yeah, I'm putting it under the bed. <laughs> I'm telling you, because, you know, because I want to see when, you know, like how we went through to yeah. keep the house clean and keep everything going. And then you go, why is there a plate under your, ta- uh, under your bed? Yeah. Oh, because I was having a snack. I go, did you finish the snack? He goes, yeah. When was you having the snack? Oh, oh Tuesday. Well, today's Saturday. Yeah. So I'm going to have me some fun. Oh, yeah. You got to have a blast. Oh, I'm going to have a blast. I hope, <laughs> no, they, but I do, I hope they move in together. <laughs> I do agree with you, though. I think and I think for kids, you do have to come off yelling, even though that sounds funny, only because as parents, they're around us so much that our talk, our voice is white noise to them. I feel like you That's need... That's why you got to start with the yelling. You got to come in guns blazing because they, you got to stand out from your regular tone because they don't hear it. They, they, they're they around you all day, every day. So, so, so Lewis said you got to jump on the couch. Lewis, I'm going to tell you right now, you take a really good look at me. If I jump <laughs> on the couch... I'm just going to have to sit on the couch. That's it. Just sit on it once. They're going to be like, get off. Frank- I, if I jump once, it's not. Then nobody else is going to sit there. Frankie's not jumping on no Diego couch. Yeah, I'm not. But no, I, so double back to the point. I do think it needs to come from a credible source because it's like you want the source to be someone you respect and someone that you you think has an invested interest. In. Like, I'm not going to go to R. Kelly for dating advice. So, like, you want, <laughs> I'm just no, saying, no. you want the, the source to be credible whenever you go to them. And then I think the next thing with uh, the criticism, it has to have a, an objective to whatever remark that they're saying. If they're saying, hey, 
um, this is a specific area. It has to be specific. Like, I want you to improve upon this. This is what I've noticed. I think that's constructive criticism. I think when you give vague, broad terms, I feel like now you're just doing more insulting than anything. So when they're like, oh, you know, I feel like, I feel like you don't have it together. Okay, but that's why an you, insult. That's an insult. Like you, you got to break it down. Why you feel I don't have it together, or you got to break it down. Like, oh, you're just not giving me enough. No, you got to be. What are you talking about? You have to really. <laughs> you 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 have to find a balance. You got to explain. I mean, like, especially if you're managing and stuff like that. You you really have to explain. You you just can't. Yeah, you can't do broad strokes. You can't do broad because what happens is that they're going to take it to the other extreme. Yeah. And that's where the problem lies. And that's where people turn around and go, well, that's not what you said. Exactly. Exactly. So, so I'm like, all right, so then you know something when we have our next conversation and you tell me something and then you say, no, that's not what I meant. I go, but that's not what you said. It yep. works both ways. Yeah. And that's why you always like I always tell everybody communication and builds trust. And if you can't if you can't communicate you have a problem. And and what I mean by communicating is just like, you finish a conversation, you go, did you understand what I said? Yeah. Did you, but are we yeah, on the yeah, same yeah, page? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because people are like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're no, like, yes, you did that no. just to shut you up. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, so what's my what's my weakness? Um, mm -hmm. uh, Well, so, you don't understand it. Exactly. So let's go over it again. And well, they're you, like, oh my God. Until you understand that we need to have this conversation. Exactly. Over and over. My kids hate me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so no, they don't hate you. They don't hate no, you. They love you. No, they do. But it's like, oh, there I know what you again. mean. Though. But if you don't embed it, it's yeah. it's never going to it's never going to sink in. And that's and it's sad. But I don't think it's just this generation. I think that's just been happening for hundreds of years. Yeah. It's no, I totally agree. Yeah. I think it's human nature. Like I think everybody feels like they they're confident in who they are. They're confident in what they know. And honestly, accepting criticism, it could be. It could, it could be a vulnerable situation because you open yourself to feedback and not everybody is receptive to feedback. But I think what separates people from being good and great is being able to take criticism and apply it. I think you have to be able to have tough skin and be open to it. I think you can't be. Def I, I have a look, real quick. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm about to throw in the scenario that. No, I was about to say. I, just want, I want to hear your feedback on this one. Go ahead. I have a, a cousin who uh, is very. How should I say this? All right. She's ghetto. <laughs> Good life. Dog life. Anyway, she's ghetto. So she takes criticism with aggression. Like she gets defensive. And honestly, in her in her defense, I do think that some underlying trauma is there as to why she responds the way she does. But a lot of times when she's dealing with management and they come to her. Because she, she does work hard. Right. But I think she's so defensive that when they come to her, she's already on a defense rather than hearing what they're saying. So she responds back with more hard aggression. That's, like, but that's, and that's, that's the wrong approach. Right. But that's the, you, you can't blame that on the ghetto. I'm sorry. No, no. I, but don't, don't get me started with that because. Oh, <laughs> oh no, God. Yes, no, let's, no. let's do it. Fine. <laughs> we're going to debate right now. Because yes, I'm listen, defending the ghetto. Let's go. No, you, no, Here we go. Let's no, go, Frankie. Listen, we're gonna, I, we're I, was, I grew up in Patterson. All right. Talk okay? about it. 70s, 80s. I mean, uh, I crack went, ever. I went to I went to Eastside High School. <laughs> Hard block. I, I, okay, I I spent plenty of time in Gunshots. the ghetto, and I and, and and I and I get that part. It's the choice that they're going to make. Got it. If they choose to end up on Maury and say, "Oh, this is because this is where I came from," no, this Got is what you. you choose to do. You chose not to leave. I understand that point. Now, so don't blame it and act. Like, if you want to change, you will change. Let me counter that. Ugh. I do think. 
I agree. Let me first say, first, I agree. <laughs> Valid point by Frankie. You have the control of your life. You determine the outcome of your life. You have to learn from past traumas and move on. But I do think that a lot of people aren't, don't either have the mentors or don't have the people instilled in their life to guide them to a better way. I think some of them are stuck in that mindset because they don't have the tutelage or they don't have, and I'm not trying to give excuses. That's, those sounds like excuses. These are not excuses. excuses. I do think that there's, there's people who go through things that internalize a lot of trauma, and a lot of people who have trauma don't even know they have trauma. They oh, don't. No, no and, I, and I get that part. Like a lot I, of people totally who've part. been abused in their childhood, they, don't, they, they moved on. This is all they know. So they're like, oh, no, like they go through life, they grow up, they, they try to do better. But they have these underlining uh, PTSD things that they've never addressed. Okay. And they just kept going through life. And they response to things. And again, I agree with you, Frankie. They should learn from their mistakes and they should do better. But what I think a lot of people, they don't ever get to deal with that trauma they're facing because they don't even think that they have trauma to deal because with. Because they're still looking to protect themselves. That's all they're doing. They're, they're only keeping that guard up. They're not educating themselves. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I really, trust me, I get what you're saying, but you can't tell me in an era right now where if you need to understand how to do something, yeah, the poorest person right now has a phone. No, it's not about that. I'm talking they about- They can get the knowledge. They can go online yeah. and read upon the stuff. They don't, they don't listen. I get the whole parenting thing and looking for, for somebody that can help you. I didn't have it. No, I get it. Okay? But I chose mm -hmm. not to walk around going- you be this and you be that, and um, it's worse than is worse than yesterday. I didn't do none of that stuff. I chose a different path. I chose to say, "You're right." How am I going to def define myself as an individual? Mm -hmm. And I get it. And you can't blame it on education. You can't blame it on education because okay. education, okay, education. I went through the whole school system in Patterson. Mm -hmm. Listen, I finished school. Mm -hmm. Dyslexic, not a. Teacher picked it up. Got you. So it's not about the education. It's about the, what you're going to do with what you know. And if you're going to turn around and continue blaming it on where you're from and because you live in apartment 3G in Alabama projects, <laughs> guess what? That's your choice. You can get yourself out of there. The system is made for you to fail. You need to figure a way to beat the system. I did it. I understand that. No, I go. agree with you. I, I like I'm on the same page with you. I agree that yes, you have but I think you you take it I think you don't understand how not just unique, but I don't think you understand that not everybody's built like you or built like me. We both come from poverty. We both come from difficult circumstances and that's and the reason why we I'm both telling come, you that's you gotta let excuse. me finish, Frankie, because I let oh, you finish. Oh, this ain't fun when you <laughs> <laughs> We both come from these areas of 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 hardships and traumas and different things. We both had polarizing things of, of, of parental guidance. We both had these different things. We both made decisions to better our lives and to do better than the generation prior to us. However, there are others who don't have the same mindset that we do, and they require additional guidance. Right, and they, they require... Need, they need to find it. It's not going to come to no, them. No, you're 1,000% right. And they, they need to, to take for accountability it. for that, and they need to take responsibility for, their self, for themselves and seek that guidance to get it. 
and maybe they listen to this podcast and maybe they said, you know what? I got a lot of anger issues. And these boys from Jersey City and Patterson, they seem like they get it. I'm tired of punching people in the face. Maybe I need to get therapy. <laughs> well, you get your therapy, well, Bubba. So here's the thing. If you, if you want to go out there and punch somebody in the face, I'm telling you right now, you need to get therapy. You can't keep beating up on all your managers. You need to get therapy. <laughs> you can't keep calling out of work because you don't feel like it. You need to get therapy. <laughs> you can't keep having a problem with authority every time it comes to you. You need to get therapy. You can't keep, keep arguing with cops all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like that one. No, but you understand what I'm saying? It's just like, and I get that whole thing, man, but yeah. it's still no, no feel, excuse. It's no excuse to me. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to look at it as excuses, peop- but I do think that there's different circumstances that, um, no, that affect that, different people. And I think everybody has a different path and everybody has to try to figure out how to do better on that path. No, and I, and I, and I get it. And I, and I, we've talked about this before and we, you know, and Alex just threw it into the chat here saying that, you know, people don't take accountability. Absolutely. And that's exactly what happens. 1000%. You know, like I, I, I get it, but still, man, you, you need to listen. You can't tell me that you went to that store and said, yeah, I think it's a good thing if I, if I rob it. You yeah. know it's wrong. Oh, absolutely. Okay. You absolutely. know, you know that when you went to the job interview and you were like, well, I haven't had a job in six months, but that one only lasted me three days. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know you're doing that. Don't tell me that it comes to. I mean, Scarmucci got fired in eleven days. Yeah, but meanwhile, what's that? What's that? <laughs> Santos? They elect him and he won't quit. You know? Oh my God! You know Santos? Oh How hilarious is he? But he yeah, lied for everything. No, but wait. let's get back to the. All right, all right. I, I want to continue. Oh, man. I, Can we talk I, about I, him and the drag being a drag queen, but hating he's drag? A liar. He's full of crap. Oh my god! All right, let's get back. But focus. no, but it's just to me. I really feel that people really need to stop uh-huh. and go. How do I get better as an individual? Yeah. Okay. Not anything else. You can't blame everybody. Everything. The system is. Yeah. You, listen. From the moment you're born into poverty. Mm-hmm. Your your path is to fail. Yeah, you're set up to lose. You, there's no, there is nothing there that's saying you're going to succeed because of who in you fact, are. If you're not part of the one percent, you're set up to fail. Okay, so guess what? You got to get yourself out of there. Yeah. And I'm not saying becoming rich and famous and all that no, stuff. No, but I mean, you have to great, do better. You have to do but better. But you have to do better. There's no, there's nothing out there. I'm, I'm gonna beat this thing like you want to believe. There's nothing out there more more satisfying than going turning around and saying. I know where I came from. I know where I'm at, and I definitely know where I'm going. No, absolutely. But you can't do that if you're blaming everybody else and acting acting a fool. No, absolutely. But again, Frankie, that comes with wisdom. That comes with you having the mindset to make that change. Everybody I think has the mindset. They don't. Every, 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 if that was the case, everybody be rich. Everybody have a business. Everybody would do this. Everybody would. I'm have, not talking about that part. But the what mindset I'm saying of knowing right from wrong. No, I get it. No, I'm saying the mindset of wanting to be able to change your life or take ownership of your life. And I don't think everybody has it. Let me tell you something. There's way more followers than no, there and are. I, no, I, and I get that. And there's, there's a bunch of people out there that are like, yo, why are you not on welfare? Why are you not on food stamps? That the government's giving you the money. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and that's the path oh. that they complete. That's the path that they wanted. So you know something? Yeah. Don't come bother me. Yeah. Don't Absolutely. go, oh, you're making How are you making it? Oh, because I didn't look at the system like it was it was a paycheck yeah. every two weeks. Yeah. All right. You grind it. All right. So guess what? You know, all right. So, get, and you know what? No, hold on. I'm going to change it. You know what really pissed me off? <laughs> go ahead. Go, 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 I'm going to tell, tell you right now. <laughs> I went to the supermarket last week. Mm-hmm. 
I spent $110 on five items. <laughs> right? I walk into my house. My refrigerator is empty. These people that are on government help, their refrigerator is full. Stacked. Stacked. They got steak. They got they got eggs. You can't afford eggs now. <laughs> no, eggs is a premium. Okay. <laughs> we about all to start hustling people, that. <laughs> all these people that are People ain't even throwing eggs at windows anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. All these people are complaining, turning around, saying, oh, you, you're, you're lucky. I'm lucky. I have to go into my pocket to spend X amount of dollars yeah. for eggs that I can't afford now, but they're giving to you for free. And guess what? You're letting stuff rot in your fridge. Oof. Mm-mm. Nah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I go I go into some of these neighborhoods. I'm telling you right now, I feel like going into their house, going into their fridge, grabbing a couple of things and leaving. <laughs> we should do that. We should just start knocking on doors. Knocking on acting doors. Acting like we're government inspectors. Like, hey, we're here to just check up on some of the yo, some of the Wix um, supplies that you picked up. Uh we're we're gonna confiscate some of these items. Can, can I see your EBT card? Oh, you got an EBT card? I'm going in your fridge. Oh, uh, this looks a little bit expired. Uh we're gonna have to take I'm going, some of this stuff. I'm going in your fridge. I'm going in your fridge. What, what are these? Tastios? Yep, these are mine. You, listen, and here's another thing. You cannot live in the hood and drive a good car. Oh, I no. do not want to see a Lexus, I, unless it's a 20-year-old one. I do not want to see a Mercedes. I don't want to see an X5. No. I do not want to see a Maserati. I saw a Maserati in one of the worst neighborhoods ever. He was probably and I'm buying like, up the neighborhood. No, he was not buying up the neighborhood. He was going into a little bodega to get cigarettes. Okay. Never and know, Frankie. Yeah. You know, that's what they're doing. You seen Brooklyn lately? <laughs> I'm telling you. They, those are the people with the wrong priorities. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, you're right. No, you're and, right. And and Alex is right here. She said it again. And that's where you see the best cars. Absolutely. 100%. There's a reason why they have those cars, but we don't need to dive down there. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, they're, they're probably dealing. They're, I, they're not financing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, right. Right. And, and that's, that's not government right. sponsored. That's that's uh but the, all these people that are turning around going, oh, you know, you this and you that, you know, you're lucky you this. You you're getting fed with the money that I'm putting out there. Yeah. I mean, everybody's scheming the system. And again, I don't think it's just people in the hood. There's other people in the suburbs who are scheming the system as well, where they're getting free lunches and they're getting free stuff. Everybody's finagling the system one way or another. I don't think it's just the ghetto. In fact, I think the ghetto is some of the most resourceful people in the world because at the end of the day, they don't have much. And somehow they're still able to uh, provide for themselves and be able to make you it know, happen. You know something? I want to know. I think if you are yeah. a person that's on Section 8, yeah. on welfare, and driving one of these cars, please send us an email. I'm not going to Life talk. lessons with, the, uh, with idiots <laughs> at gmail.com because I know you got a phone. <laughs> okay. Reach out to us. I need to know how you're doing this. I really would love to have you on this show right now and talk to you because I need to find out how you're hustling the system, right? Yeah. And I'm over here driving a, two, a 2007 bu uh, van because I can't afford a new car. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, whew, my rant. All right. <clears throat> well, I, I need okay. a sip of water. Anyway, like I was saying... I do think uh, there are individuals out there who are driving. You're still doing this? No. Oh. <laughs> I was just saying. I was just wrapping this up. I was just wrapping this up to move on. Oh, I love it. Uh, I wonder why banks close at 5 and 6 when everybody gets out at 5 and 6. <laughs> like, how are you supposed to get a fight into a car or a mortgage when, uh, when by the time you get out of work, most of these banks are shut down. You can't even get to your money. Be because they're online. <laughs> you got you to gotta call out just to be able to get a loan. 
no, you, you can do 24-hour approval online. Yeah. Listen, when when um when I went to do my LLC, you know, I spoke to you and I spoke to mm-hmm. a couple other people, and I had to get um I had to get a business account. Yeah. I did not go into a bank. Oh no, you don't have to do that. You okay, just... so what do you think those other people are doing? No, what I'm saying is not not for stuff like that, but when you want to try to get a loan or if you want to start a business and you need some some credit and stuff, I just think it's ironic that the banks are closed at the time most oh, people yeah. are getting out of work. Like, how does that work? You're getting out of work at five o'clock and you have to speed to get to the bank in an hour, or sometimes you got to leave work early just to make it to the bank. And I think it's because they try to hold your money hostage. They don't want you to come to the bank. They don't want you to come <laughs> to the bank. <laughs> and even when you try to do it online, they'd be like, oh, but you got to come into the bank to fill out this form. Like, even when I set up the LLC, I still had to go in there to sign off on some paperwork. And it was like, oh, but you have to come in at during the day before the bank is closed before you could do it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to do that. Well, with setting up the bank account for the business. Oh, uh, no, I didn't have to do that either. No, I did. No, because I... um. There's a form you have to complete. Right. No, I filled the form online, and then they just sent me the... <clears throat> they sent me the they, I did it. Approved? Well, I don't know. Maybe because I got... Th- two accounts? I don't know. Oh, you... Mm, you two But accounts. anyway... I only got one. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway, um, yeah, but no, I just thought it was re- really odd that that is uh, crazy. And even on Saturdays, yeah, the Saturdays, the banks are open, but they open for like half a day. No, but they, <laughs> they open for half a day, right? And then they have one person that they can you can talk yeah, to. Yeah, a line of seven people there. Yeah, and it got worse after the pandemic because everything's appointment based now. Yeah. So like, if now you can't just be a walk in and be like, oh, I just want to come in here and talk about some loans, or I want to talk about. They'd be like, uh, you better get on out of here. <laughs> you better set an appointment and come back again another day. Yeah, what what? How do you deal with people that smell? I'm changing the topic. I feel like we always deal with people. <laughs> we all, we always talk with people about smelling. Uh, the people who, remember we was like the people who smell don't know that they smell. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so, what do you do? Oh, you say you spray air freshener. No, so <laughs> you like, said you Lysol them. No, I, yeah, well, I do. But like, <laughs> like, do you actually like walk away? Like, if they're like somebody you know, do you tell them? Somebody I know, I'm definitely telling them. Yeah, I'm very blunt. Yeah, cause I'm, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna. Why well, you have a you have somebody who who comes and no, is no, no ring? Some, somebody that I know. Okay, that, and I was like, you don't know you stink. <laughs> okay, you you did you like, ask like, that? Like, no, no, no. It's just like I, I can't, I can't, I can't tell them anymore. <laughs> Wait, so you told them more than once? I before? told them like seven or eight times, dude. You need a shower. <laughs> like how how do you not want to take not, a shower? Is this person not cleaning the button? He's not cleaning a lot of things. <laughs> I'm telling you, like seriously, like, like I enjoy taking a shower. It's like, you know, like it's just like ah, it yeah, it's refreshing. Dirt. It's refreshing. You get. How do people not want to bathe? Well, you know, there's a lot of celebrities coming out now to talk about that how they don't shower, how they don't bathe, how they go several days now without showering and stuff. That's Listen, like a new thing. Like, these, if I was an actor, they said that the natural uh, moisturizers we're drying them out when we shower every day. That's what they're saying. No, they're going with this very holistic. Uh, let my body smells bask in the ambiance of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you right now, if I, and I'm telling everybody, if I know you stink, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> but I don't want to have to tell you this a bunch of times, so if I stop talking to you... Oh, that's not, that's the signal? I, yeah, it's just like I'm done with you. They're going to come I, up I to you. Gonna... I can't deal with the smell. I got my smell back. They're going to be like, hey, Frankie! And then you just go look at them and walk away? Yo... <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got my smell back after uh, almost a year and a half after COVID. Mm-hmm. I just got it back maybe about two, three weeks ago. Oh, man, ago. it feels great. No, it feels great, but I don't want to smell these people. Oof. You've been and going this whole time? Not I smelling? was, and I didn't, and I didn't, yeah. Year and a half. 
You've been going a year and a half and you couldn't smell? It's nothing. Could you taste? Taste, yeah. Thank God. Cause you was able to taste it? You couldn't smell I for a year and a half? A year and a half. Holy cow. Dude, it was horrible. I mean, I love the fact that I still have my taste buds, but I couldn't. Oh, no wonder things stick to you. You've been going, like, you've been going, living your best life of not oh, smelling yeah. anything. And I was talking to people, and I was like, great. And all of a sudden, I get my smell back, and I'm like, oh, my God. You he was stink. like, your network is growing. You're like, oh, my God, I'm dealing with so many people now. I'm like, I'm like, why? <laughs> well, they still haven't made the list. Oh, they, yeah, they're not yeah, on. That list, that list yeah. is on, it's on freeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm is this the friend list or the funeral list? No, the, no. Well, we could talk about that. Oh, I have people asking me if they're on the list for the funeral. Oh, like, no, that's I a know, story. I <laughs> but I don't, you know, like, like ever since I got my scent back, yeah, I'm like, oh my god, these people stink. Like, I'm just gonna be like, I'm not giving names. Oh, oh here come. Th- there's things you need to do. You need to know that your feet smell. Ooh, the feet. Okay? The feet are deadly. Um, you need to learn how to like properly use uh-huh. the bathroom and wipe. Oh, God. Okay, because I'm, like, getting tired of it. You know, some people don't wipe. That's nasty. We, uh, somebody actually, they, they posted that as well. They're saying a lot of dudes don't wipe. Look, dude, it's 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 not healthy. It's not healthy. <laughs> I and, love and, it. And it drives me. It drives it's an important me. lesson of hygiene, everyone. <laughs> people, look, soap and water. It, listen, even if you don't have soap. Uh-huh. The water will do a little bit of something. But Frankie, what if they tell you that the splashback helps clean it? That's a splashback. <laughs> Everybody wants to know who I'm talking about. And the and the funny thing is, I think some of these people probably know who I, who they are. Oh man. But, but no, but the thing is that it's someone's in the chat. Really, they're in the chat going, Who <laughs> oh, is God. it? Who is it? No, but seriously. It'd be people, funny if the person who stinks is the one who say, Who is it? <laughs> hold on. Let, let me see. Let me see who's here. Oh God. Let me see who's here. Can you imagine the steak person looking around? I wonder no, who not, it could be. They're, they're, they're not in the regular chat, but we got a couple of. Um, oh my god! We have a couple of users that are not registered. Oh man! But I'm telling you right now, people, oh, I got my smell back. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Be like who's on first? Yo, yo, is it you? Is it me? <laughs> yo, brush your teeth. Oh, uh, hot breath. And, and you know, I brush your teeth. Listen, uh-huh. I don't care what you do. Brush it with I don't care with what is dove soap. I don't care what you're using. Brush your teeth. Okay. Um use soap uh-huh. in your shower. Oh, uh, get into okay. the crack. Get into it. Get into the crack. And this thing and, and listen, and I get that the, and, and ladies do this because they, they got long hair and all this and all that. Okay. Where you know they Be take two now. or three days where they take to wash their hair. And I totally get that part, uh-huh. and that's fine. But when I ask you when was the last time you washed your hair? And, and I hear, oh, it was like December. You said December. We're in January. Oh, oh. And then the thing is that they're tapping their head because it's itchy. Ooh. I'm like, you're nasty. Uh. I'm like, no, go away. All right. So go that away. so your approach now is just going to be an about face and walk away. I'm going to start just... walking. I got my smell back. And yeah. people, need, people just need to know that if, if I turn. Frankie said new, new year, new know, nose. It's, it's so bad that <laughs> I can smell them when they text me. Shut up, Frankie. Shut Bro, up. I, I, just like, I get a text. I'm like, oh, my God, it smells. <laughs> I'm like, are you, you kidding me? You have PTSD for the smells? Uh, I'm traumatized. <laughs> Dude, it's got to stop. People really. If you're going to be friends with me, you really need to shower and clean up. All right. You've heard it here, guys. Oh. You've heard it here, Life Lessons with Idiots. I'm so done with this, man. Clean yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not even talking about the clothes, because sometimes you can smell like the damn clothes. I hate that feeling when you smell good, and then you go into somebody's house 
or you go into a store and you come out smelling like that store and all your smell good fragrance just went out the window. Listen, unless it's a, that is the worst, bro. Unless it's like a, a, a good place to eat, like just be claws in Jersey care. City. I don't want to smell like food. I don't care. I don't care. That's fine. But when I'm going into a restaurant and I come out smelling like curry. Oof. Yo, or you that's go, a smell you got all day. Or you go into like a Wawa or something and you and you smell like that burnt coffee and then you come out and oh, you smell like the burnt coffee everywhere you go. Yeah. Yeah. Nasty. Oh, DJ ES is in the building. ES, ES, ES. Yo, he's leaving now. He's going to go Oh, he's out. I finally see him, and he's taking off. All <laughs> he right. don't want to talk to you. Goodbye, ES, ES. <laughs> e- ES, just, ES, ES just said uh, somebody needs to take a shower over there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Con idiotas. Yeah, no, man. So, yeah, so I got my smell back. So people. Well, congratulations on your nose. New year, new nose for Frankie. It's got to stop. Frankie, let me ask you something. If you break up with, like, a significant other, um, do you think, or how about this? I don't, cause I want to put you in a situation. If someone breaks up with a girlfriend, a long time girlfriend, or they break up with a long time boyfriend or husband or whatever, they just not together anymore. Okay. But obviously they were get together for a long period of time and they, you know, they became vested in each other's lives, vested in each other's family's lives. The person, one of them, their parent passes away. Do you think that the other person should feel obligated to be there for them? How long were they together? Let's just say t- ten years. Oh yeah, you you have you have you have to be there. You have to be there. They got to be there, right? Yeah, you should. Yeah, like if that parent passes away, and it, and say it if has it was, nothing to do with the person, it's street respect yeah. for the parents. Yeah, and even if it was a bad breakup, right? Like even if it was like like they, it went totally south. That's fine. It's, it's the parents. Yeah, you have to be there for them. Yeah. But now it was somebody you were just dating? Yeah, they were just dating. No, nah, we're not doing dating. We're doing people who was in long, because that was a big debate, because they were like, is it that person's place to still be in attendance or still be there despite how things have ended? If they ended on a sour note, should that person still feel obligated to go ahead and attend a funeral? Yeah, they're not doing it for the person. They're not doing it for the person. You do it out of respect, because with something like that, you probably need to have closure for yourself. Exactly, yeah. So you you should actually go, absolutely do it for yourself. Walk in, pay your respects, and walk out. You don't have to talk to your ex. Who cares? It's not, it has nothing to do with them. And I think what if that person's in a relationship, Frankie? It doesn't make a difference. You're not going there for yeah. them. You walk in, you pay your respects, and they go to you, what are you doing here? I go, And you tell them, I'm not here for you. I'm here for them. Mm, That's it. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, they're in a relationship, and they're there. Okay, so you got to shop right, right? And they're in the supermarket. You can't go to the shop right because they're both of them in, in, are in shop right together. No, 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 no. Okay, that's, that's so a, it's the yeah, same that, thing. No, that's not the same thing. <laughs> you can't. You can't, you can't s- compare a funeral and shop right. Absolutely. Some people smell like they're dead in the in shop right. <laughs> Man, I should never gotten my smell back. Freaky. <laughs> no, but no, you pay the respects. Absolutely, you. Do. I do agree with you. I think. I think um, if you were invested in that person's life for a significant amount of time, and obviously you've grown close to the family members as well. I think it's only right that you pay your respects, send your condolences, and, you know, attend and, you know, don't make a scene. Just pay your respects and keep it moving. Yeah, absolutely. Why why would you, why would you not? I, I, I think that if you didn't do that, I think that you're disrespecting the people that, you know, the rest of the family. And even the person you dated because, I mean, like, you became mm-hmm. part of their family. I agree. All right, we're, 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 on, we're in sync on that one. That was a close one. I like that one. So here goes the dicey one. <laughs> I need you to put a, a bullet on this one. How much would it cost for you to sacrifice your morals? 
Like for what? You got to give me an example because... All right, I got one for you. How much would it cost for you, Frankie, to make out with another man? What? <laughs> Let's just say a guy from Saudi Arabia comes here. <laughs> now, is this... A, is Wait, this, <laughs> no, let me paint the like picture. A, let a, me paint a, the picture. On public TV? He can record it. It's got to be in the millions. <laughs> I'm going to tell you one thing right now. I'm going to leave him in awe. So the man from Saudi Arabia comes here. He's like, oh, man, this, this idiot looks delicious. <laughs> and he goes, Frankie, I will give you $10 million for you to lock lips with me. $10 million? $10 million to lock lips with me for 10 minutes, full session. I'm, I'm going to call my wife and go, you know that house you want? <laughs> You got it. <laughs> the kids are going to forever know the sacrifice I made. That's what I take this. for the team. You, first of all, you, all right, can't, you, know, you can't turn around and ask me a question like that and expect wait. me to be like, oh, I'm not going to do all it. Right, wait, wait, wait. I'll put platform heels on. I'll put a two-piece. I'll even put a thong on that guy want to make out with me for $10 million. All right, come on. All right, so now, so God, we already get know. Out of here. All right, wait. So we already know you'll do it. So all right, what would be the bottom number? So what if he starts off and he's like, Frankie, for one million dollars? You're not getting me for a mil. I got. Get- <laughs> Yo, it's gonna be in the okay. millions. You got it. Yeah, you got to earn it. So five million is too low. Five million. Is too- <laughs> don't just don't just make sound effects. Say what you gotta say. <laughs> I'm like, he's turning the Donald Duck over here. Would you just say what you're gonna say? So five millions a dough. No. Eight million. No. Ten million is the minimum. Sorry. Ten mil. Ten, ten million. million. We're talking. And, and, and you're getting a tap really close to your, <laughs> really close. <laughs> ten million. You might have some stipulations, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, ten million. You, you, might, you might be like, all right. So how long I, is the kiss? I, I might have to. I might have to like hold his back, his lower back. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Well, Why are you holding him? <laughs> because it, it, yo, I want to be sure the money's in that pocket. <laughs> He's not holding ten million in his butt. What are you yeah, doing? That's where they put all the cash. Why do you think they're wearing those big oh gowns? They wrap it around their body. God, Frankie. Oh God, bro, oh, you oh and God. don't come tell me oh, I'm never gonna do it, bro. Bro, kidding me? You and your imaginary friends are gonna be making out with Yo. that guy like if it was like if, if it was a hedonism. All, all six of us is gonna be tag teaming this all, guy. <laughs> it's gonna be like hedonism. The guy's gonna be like, how come? How it's gonna come be Sodom and Gomorrah over here. Are you kidding me? How come I feel like somebody's kissing my ankles? That's just my imaginary friend. Yeah, okay. I'm like, don't worry, we're all over this. I'll be an octopus. <laughs> Bro, stop. The $10 million? <laughs> uh, and for the record, I, I paused for a second because I had to figure out what number I was going to do. Not that anything else. Okay, there in the chat? Oh, what they say? <laughs> they were like, oh, Frank, why, why he had to pause a little bit? Well, he had to, he, I had to find a, he had a, a figure, good number. $10 million is a start. $10 million is a good start when we start negotiating. Yeah, absolutely. I think so, too. $10 million, I feel like I could quit my job. I could do well. I could get out of Dodge. And it's got to be uh, tax-free. Yo, Jimmy already said he's revoking your Patterson card. He yeah. said, no. <laughs> so, so I don't think I'm going. I'm, I'm going to be visiting this. Jimmy, week. Jimmy <laughs> says, he says oh, you could keep those mics. Yeah. <laughs> That's hysterical. Oh my god! Are you kidding me? Oh also, man! A question was thrown to the chat. Oh my god! I can't. Hold on. Give my beers. Go ahead. He said that the question was asked. Oh man! What about your your family maintaining a friendship with your ex? 
Is that acceptable? Wait a minute. I'm sorry. What was that? Remember we had the, the previous conversation? Yeah, we yeah, had? yeah. So the question that was thrown into the chat was, what about your family maintaining a friendship with your ex? Ooh, now that's a minefield button right there. Okay. It depends on the type of relationship they have. If they're being cordial with the ex, I have no beef with that. Like, I don't care if they like, if they are, uh, if they're friendly with one another, like, um, if they're still like maybe even following each other on social media, I have no problems with that. Cause to me, and Frankie, you said this in a, 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 a podcast many, many moons ago, you said you treat every, every relationship individually. Absolutely. You like, I, somebody in my family could have a beef with somebody, but if I didn't, if that person didn't do anything directly to me or my immediate family or anything that I felt was, uh, a threat to the life of my family member, then I don't, I don't feel a reason why, like, just cause you guys had a disagreement that I should just have beef with you. Like that's not, and I'm big on loyalty and I'm big on like, like riding for my people. But if I don't have a claim to stake, like if I don't have, like, if you've gotten an argument with my cousin over some football <laughs> and now you guys don't talk to each other cause it was a drunk night and you two cuss each other out and you going to talk. That's not enough for me to be like, yo, I ain't messing with this person anymore. And then same thing if the if you like I have my cousin was in a relationship with somebody, she don't mess with him. Um, he never he was he was close to the family. They was together for a long time, but he's never disrespected anyone in my family. He's never disrespected her. He was actually, you know, they just didn't work out. They fell apart. And um, you know, we don't I don't call him or say, Hey, we need to go get something to eat. But like, you know, we're cordial. So to speak. Okay, so here here's my theory. Go ahead, break I, it down. So, if you want to have a relationship with somebody's ex, mm -hmm. right, that's fine. Yeah, but that should not be a part of the rest of the family. Exactly. So you should not, you know, like um, you should not turn around and say, um, "Don't talk to him." Don't talk to him, or unless no, yeah, or right. or say, "Oh, we're having a family barbecue. You should come." Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 that, that I agree. To, that yeah. to me is disrespectful to the person. Exactly. In the, in your family. Exactly. That's disrespectful to them because. Yeah. You, you're like saying, guess what? I, I like, I, I still like this one over anybody you're going to be with. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's not happening. You're not coming to family functions. You're not coming to Christmas. You're not coming right. to Thanksgiving. But there are people, and I'm going to tell you this, and I know this for a fact, they stay mm -hmm. friends with people's exes just because they can, they can reap the benefit of a perk. Ooh, I see that happening. Okay, so like some, it, yeah, like some. It gets dicey. Like if, I, so I know somebody. I obviously can't give the names out, but yeah, I know somebody that stayed friends with her daughter's ex because he was paying for her car. Mm -hmm. That's the only. Still, there was a perk that she was. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was paying right. for the car. So he even then, the I would car. try to cut ties with that. Yeah, it was a nice car though. Yeah, it was still. Like, but no, but still, it's not. It's not what you should be yeah, doing. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. That's that's one. Yeah. Other, I've I, I've heard of situations where, like people that like um they work on airlines. Yeah. So you know, like, so somebody wants to reap the benefit of being like on the buddy pass. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Know, the friends and family you know discount thing. Yeah, so yeah. You're yeah. using that person. Yeah. Okay, I get it. If you hustle it, if you get free Netflix, okay. if you get. <laughs> yeah, look, Netflix is different. <laughs> Netflix is different. But what I'm saying is that, but those people, that, that should be your personal hustle with that person. Yeah. They shouldn't, that, that, your ex should not be anywhere near yeah. family events. So There's I no think, way. like like we said, like I don't think it should be a relationship. I just think that 
it's okay to be cordial, but I don't think you should have them come to family functions. I don't think yeah. I'll be going out to eat with this individual. I'm not going to be trying to hang out with them or, hey, guys, now come on out. like this. And I also think it also varies on how they became an ex. If you mistreated my family member or you disrespected them or you were a scumbag or you were any of these things, oh, then all bets is off. Like, you're dead. Like, you're dead in the water. But if it was just a mutual understanding that the two of you had and it was just like, hey, we just decided to go our different ways. He didn't right. cheat. She didn't cheat. We just didn't work out. You know, we grew apart. And so be it. Then I'd be like, all right, cool. Which, like, which, which is fine. But, like, it also depends on what type of ex. Yeah, so that's what you, I mean. So if you had an ex and you have a kids with them, well, guess what? They oh, yeah. might be around for a couple of those events. But I do not want to see you at a barbecue, you hugging up on the person. Yeah, like yeah. That, going, oh, my God, I miss you. No. Nah, chill, homie. Respect. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. That's just wrong. Yeah. But um, you you just got to be cordial. But I don't, yeah, exes in my, in my world don't exist. Yeah, I know. You don't, you don't have any exes. No, that's it. That's it. Karen's your only one ever. That's it. That's it. She was the first and the only. That's the one that matters. Yep. <laughs> that's the one that counted. <laughs> But, but, but you understand what I'm saying? It's just, nobody should have an ex in their life unless it wasn't... Like, if it was, like, a, a, a childhood relationship that they had when they were, like, 12, maybe, I guess. But if you had a private life with somebody, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, no, we all still go on vacation. I'm like, what? No, 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 chill. Yeah, chill. no. That's nah. not happening. I ain't agreeing with that either. Mm -mm. All right, man. Um, what else you got there? Because, um... Now, you hit the the one... um The, the sacrifice of the morals. What if it was something like... How much would it co how much would it cost Frankie for you to uh betray a good friend? That's not going to happen. No matter what the price. I don't care what the price is. So say like like say like they like yo Frankie, yeah. you got to go against Jimmy. No, nah, not going to happen. For 25 million dollars. I need you to just crap on his nope. his store. Nope. Never. Never. Yeah. Let me tell you something. If you're part of my list of friends and family, mm -hmm. My loyalty is more valuable to that yeah. to those people than any dollar value. Yeah. Regardless, I, there's there's no way. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't do it. I don't, I don't care what you're putting in front of me. Got it. I couldn't do it. But all bets is off if that dude come here and be like, "Yo, lock lips, let's get it cracking." Ten mil cash. <laughs> <laughs> Pucker up, baby. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> no lip balm. Yo, your your eight, your eight friends are at my door right now, waiting for the guy to show up so you can make out with him. So guess what? <laughs> Oh man! So this, <laughs> ten million, we can shoot a movie together. <laughs> you nasty! See, I didn't say that. I'm only playing. You over here puckering oh, up? Oh man! Giving duck face to the camera. <laughs> you nasty. Ten million, you might get a wink too. Hey! <laughs> All right, come on, yo. So this is a thing that's been going on. People and, and, and they've been posting it on TikTok and all this and all that. And I've and I've actually had the experience with this stuff. It's about tipping restaurants and and these places. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. All right. You so, was you you don't you don't play games like no, that. No, I don't. You told us the story. You just straight walked out. Yeah. So now, I just found out that you know when you when you go to like a restaurant or like a diner, and you go to the or Dunkin' Donuts and all that, you know that they they go do. Would you like to put a tip on this for what? For you know like when you if you use your card. They ask you if you want to put a tip on this, and then, you know they they turn the machine around so you can either put ten percent, twenty percent. Oh yeah, a lot of these places do that. Do you know you know what that tip is for? What is that? It's for? not for the rest. It's not for the waiter. It's for the actual person who's actually ringing you up. What? 
So the tip that goes to the table goes to the goes to the okay. waiter. Yeah, yeah, you know, I feel the, you. The, the tip that goes in the machine. In the machine, it goes to the cashier. The cashier gets a, gets a cut of it. So this is weird because I used to work at Dunkin' Donuts years ago when I was a teenager, this and we weird. had a tip jar. And whenever, and obviously when we would make people coffees, we would, if you do it every day, you get familiar with certain customers. You knew what they wanted as soon as they walk in the door. Right. Like I had a line of customers when I, who went door my shift. As soon as I seen a car park, it got so ridiculous because they were there every day. I already started making a coffee. So by the time they got in the door, he would just, and then he was so appreciative because it was so quick and efficient for him. He would just leave money, like let me keep the change or whatever for the coffee and whatever he was going to get. And I would just put it in a the, in the, uh, tip jar. And then at the end of the day of your shift, you split the tips right. with your coworkers. So you're telling me that if a lot I rang you up, that tip goes to my identification and not the person who actually prepared the meal. A lot of the places, that's exactly what they're doing. That's foul. <clears throat> so my tip to people, cash only. Damn, I never keep cash anymore either. Because I was like, are you serious? I avoid Cause cash. Because I, I, I was at a place. Don't want to give the name of the place. I go, yeah. does this does this portion of the tip go to the person? They're like, no, that comes to us. Yeah. Yeah. Not cool. Yeah. I actually, when I once I saw that's that crazy. once I saw that, I was like, I gotta I gotta find this out. And sure enough, that's exactly what it is. Dang. I want that's I, I got I'm gonna now just double check and ask everybody. Like, cause uh, they do that at every place where they have the little screen mm-hmm. that's all smudgy and like tw- a billion hands have been touching it. And here I go to try to push a button. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> put my crusty fingers on it now. Yeah. Um, no, nah, but that's wild, man. That's pretty shady too. No, it's horrible. I, I and 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 the, and the thing is that they don't even explain it. And now they're charging an additional percentage when you use your credit card on a lot of. Oh stuff. yeah, now that's been coming up. Yeah, yeah so it's like every place is a gas station now. Yeah, so it's, it's, <laughs> it's just horrible. Yeah, you got to pay with credit. Okay, now it's a surcharge. Now when like every restaurant you go to, they have a surcharge thing. For every time you use a credit card, which is wild, but I think it's all because of the times that we're in. By the way, if you guys are panicking right now, um, it's gonna get worse, unfortunately. Um, they said credit cards are at high limits now, and savings are at bottom lows. They took back all that stimulus money that went out. <laughs> they did. Yo, it's crazy through inflation. <laughs> There's inflation and there's also price gouging. Absolutely. And they're doing it inventory. All it's all together. The inventory bottlenecks, everything, like people taking advantage of the situation. It's 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 crazy out there right now. But um weather the storm, people, weather the storm. Yeah, it's getting really bad. I mean, like, you can't you can't do anything. Yeah. Well, you can. You just you, you can, but you have to be willing to pay extra. I mean, like, we yeah. you shouldn't you, listen, you should not have to try to figure out what's more important to pay. Yeah. Right now. Companies should actually take a little bit of a cut so they can get more revenue, more oh. people to come in to, to you know, to, to your environment. So, you know, and then help us out so we can continue buying from you. But they're not. Big business would never do that. No. <laughs> Big business don't run on morals. No, they, they, really <laughs> they sacrifice. They made they made the sacrifice for the dollars. Yo, so I'm looking at the camera and I started to realize that every time I look at you, it looks like I'm looking at the sky. Why? I don't know. It's because of... I'm right next to you. Yeah, it's like, like this. But then when I look, I look here, and then it's just like I'm like, oh, pretty bird. <laughs> oh God, Frankie, I can't. I need to fix these cameras. I don't, I don't know. I think it works pretty good. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. You got anything else before we do food for thought? So, it's up to you, brother. Oh, you want to talk football? Uh, hmm. You want to talk football? I'm sorry about your bugs. 
Oh, no, listen. Oh, yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> Sorry about your books. Oh, I, I don't give two craps. Let me tell you something. Go ahead, break it down, Frankie. I, and, I love it. I, I love, love it. I get love... in the season. He says, oh, look like we're going back to the Super Bowl again. <laughs> nope. No. I love when people call me up and they're like, Sorry to hear about your books. Let me yeah. tell you something. Sports to me is a video game. Okay, yeah. I watch it. It's, it's, they win, they win. They lose, they lose. It's entertainment. It's entertainment to me. Don't call me telling me, oh, you know, you could have There's nothing I can do. Yeah. It's a sport. They, they win, they win. They lose, they lose. Move on. Who do you think is the most obnoxious sports fans? Oh, Raiders. Raiders? Oh, my God. They're dangerous, dude. As, like being the most obnoxious, the Raiders fans? Yeah, they are. They throw stuff at you more than the, the Eagles fans do. The Eagles do batteries at Santa. Okay. <laughs> the Santa they brought out. The Raiders probably throw the sleigh. <laughs> Raider Nation is no joke, man. Yeah. I, you know, like, listen, I, I, I love the I'm loyalty, think, but they, yo, they're crazy. So my thing is, what well, I think almost all sports teams, all sports fans, obnoxious. Mainly because you're vested in a team, and I get it, because I, I, we're both, you know, we like sports. We're entertained by sports. But I think people are... So vested in sports, and you have really no equity into the company or anything, but they have this undying loyalty to this to these teams that they fight over, they get in disputes over. They're they're loyal to a jersey. Yeah, that's it. Not yeah. to a player. Yeah, like a jersey. They, they, there's there's a handful of players that are out there that people are loyal to. Like I listen, I I grew up a Nick fan. Mm-hmm. I watch them. I watch them. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't care. But. It's the Knicks. So whoever played for them, you know, I, I rooted for them. But I'm also like Michael Jordan. I'm a fan of Michael Jordan. I'm not yeah. a fan of the. I wasn't a fan of the Bulls. Mm-hmm. These people don't realize they're not a fan of yours. No, they're a fan of your money, though. They're, they're a fan of your money. <laughs> so you're you're pretty much when you go out there and you spend all this money on their stuff. That's fine and dandy, but they don't they don't care about you. Yeah, and they really don't care whether you root for them or not. So I don't understand. I don't understand why these people get so crazy. Yeah, no, I agree. I just think that, like I, like you said before, treat the sport as entertainment. These people are out there. You know, we're amazed at their athleticism. We're amazed at what they're able to do. And I don't want to sound like a downer. Like I'm not a, the type to be like, yeah, my team made it. Because I do. I do. When my team is successful and they do do well, I get excited because I feel like, oh man, you feel part of the experience because you've been rooting for them for so long. But I, I hate the the fan that you got to get into debates about like the fan that you got to like, well, you know, in 1994 when we had no, this, team, yeah. <laughs> and you know, our coaching staff and our old line and our, and I'm like, you're doing a whole lot of hour and we, and but Jerry you, Jones, but win anything. and Robert Kraft, none of these owners are thinking about you right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, and the thing is that, listen, oh, man. You, you look at ESPN, you look at all this stuff. That's all based because of, because of the, the, the fans, they they just need to oh, yeah. know more about this stuff. I, All I, the I, metrics, the fancy yeah. stats that they make up every. every oh, don't week. get me wrong. I still I still do my fantasy football, but it, when when I lost, I lost. I was yeah, like, it's not like it's not like I you know like you like groveled in the corner and like go, went I can't to believe I lost. It's no big oh, deal. My it's, team. A, it's a game. You didn't. You don't cry. It's worse for those people. Those you, don't, you don't cry over your Tom Brady poster and just hold it and no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I tell you one thing. Um, I read an article. They said that uh, Giselle put a curse on Brady. That's why he couldn't throw the football last week. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised, bro. Yo, when, I see, when I saw him throw that football, they only went like six yards, and it, and it was going yo, straight down. 
Yo, I real, was like, maybe she did. Yo, real talk. <laughs> no, real talk about Tom Brady. I, I think he should have walked away when he won. I think that was the perfect send-off. I don't know why he came back. I know, I know I why like, he came back. He didn't want to be home. No, it was for the love of the game. Honestly, I think I truly think it was for the love of the game. I right. think Tom, he's been playing this game, if you think about it, since Pee Wee. Right, and Football, he's not give it people up. People sometimes, and this is not just with Tom Brady, but this is with a lot of people, whether it's boxing, basketball. I think, or even whatever corporate job you have, I think people define who they are by what they've been doing for a long period of time. And I think you, when you find that it's over, I think a lot of people don't know what to do with their lives and they start to fall apart because they don't know their identity outside of what they've been able to do. And for Tom Brady to do it at the level he's been able to do it for such a long period of time and have the success that he has had and everyone in the world knows him as the greatest quarterback that ever played, the most accomplished quarterback, whatever it is, title and moniker he has, I think he personally probably doesn't know who he is outside of football. That's all. Listen, to the point yeah. Yeah. that he ended up having to make a decision. Yeah. And football won. Yeah, absolutely. That's why she put that curse on him. He couldn't, throw, he, he, he couldn't throw that ball for nothing last week. Yeah, yo. But no, bro, not only that, but he looks a second slow. The best, the one thing about Tom was that he was able to get the ball out in under yeah. four seconds, and he looked slow. And that's the first time I ever said that because Tom Brady was the yeah. closest thing to a video game character you could get. Um, so Lewis said, what about the ones with superstition? Let me tell you something. Everybody <laughs> has superstition. Yeah. Some people wake up and they can't get out of bed unless it's a, a number nine, an even number. Yeah. Some people, uh, I think was uh, Wade think- Boggs. Wade Boggs used to eat chicken before every game. Yeah. Michael Jordan kept his college shorts on yeah. through most of his career yeah. underneath his uh, basketball shorts. But I also think <laughs> that that's also OCD. I think that that's OCD. Like if you get in the mm-hmm. car with me, like if we ever go to Patterson, yeah. you're going to see the pattern. That I do to go to Patterson, mm-hmm. it has never changed. Yeah, you stick to the same route every time. It's I think exactly I do the same thing when I drive to Jersey City. I have to go through Garfield, and I have to go through like certain areas, like Bram Hall, where my grandmother's live. I, I go through the same route every time I go into Jersey City. I don't know, it's weird. It's like clockwork, and I and I'll do the exact. You're same right. Thing. I think it's habit and routine, yeah. and and just I think it's that reassurance because it's so many things that you can't control, especially as an athlete. That I think you feel like if I can control this then I can control the outcome of certain parts of the game and stuff like that. So if I, I know when I do my shin guards and, and I put them on extra two loops. Oh, that, that, I, that, explains, <laughs> no, that explains why LeBron always flopping in the game. Yeah, you got to do it. You got to do, do two, it. It's part two, of his pattern. Okay. Two, two flops a game at least. <laughs> at least. At least. <laughs> oh, man. So, man, go ahead. Do your thing there. Um, yeah, man. Because um, I actually have to. Uh, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. I gotta go and walk well, this dog in the rain. You know what? You know the thing. You know my my dryer still. Oh yeah. yeah round. I'm in like round twelve of my dryer. The Adventures of Frankie's Dryer. Yeah, so it's almost there. I mean, like one one more part, and I think I like three more episodes. We're gonna have this thing resolved. <laughs> Everybody's like, you're getting rid of it. No, now now it's personal. You carry? He's way invested in this now. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, can can your eight friends help me move some stuff? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'll, I'll leave them behind. They'll stay here and watch you. Because you got to go walk the dog. <laughs> um, food for thought. Um, I try to like end every podcast with like something to think about as you leave here. Um, so how about this? Uh, okay, here we go. Wasted time is worse than wasted money. Never assume people who care about you value your time as much as you do.
I think this is like going back to what we uh, talked about earlier today about pe- taking criticism from people and so forth. Um, pay attention to where your time is vested at and uh, never just assume that the people care about the value of your time of peace and your time that you dedicate and your time that you, you present to your talents to other people or whatever you do at work. Never just assume that they value you as much as you might um, value it to yourself. Um, I, I know for me, this past week, I had to do a lot of overtime. Frankie actually had to do a ton of overtime last week. And you think that when you show that effort and you show that um, commitment, that people will recognize it and value it um, the same way you have valued it because you know what you put in. And my thing is just never assume that. I said I put my time in for the responsibilities that I have for my job. Exactly. That's exactly what I do. So, yeah, I ended up doing a close to 26-hour day. Yeah. And I get it, but that's mm-hmm. my job. Yep. But I really do believe in life, life, work-life balance to a point. Everybody says it doesn't really exist. It does. Mm-hmm. It but does. I, I also don't want to sit around in my house and not and just waste time um, doing absolutely useless and useless stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guess what? I am on TikTok, but guess I get good material from TikTok because I see some of these things that are going on. Oh, you applying and, it? And yeah, I, and I'm applying it. Um, but I don't, I don't sit here and not want to learn. No, and, absolutely. And, and I think that when you realize it, and it's not even just that; it's also in relationships. When people turn mm. around, it, whether it's a, an actual like somebody you're going out with or actual a friend, are you really gonna sit around and wait for these people just to decide that whether you're you have value? Mm-hmm. When you do that, tomorrow, guess what? You're 60 and you ended up by yourself. Mm. Nailed it, Frankie. Yeah, you can't do that. You know, live your life for you. And if they want to be there, they'll find a way in. I love it. I love it. That's perfect. That is perfect right there. Wasted time is worse than wasted money. You can't get time back. Time is your only luxury that you have in life. So money comes and goes. It ebbs and flows. You'll have ups. You'll have downs. But your time is precious and you need to treat it that way. Work-life balance. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your peace and don't overstretch yourself, overcommit to so many different things, you know, um, stay centered. And um, hopefully those words uh, are like a cool uh, lesson for somebody to take home with them. I also want to say Happy New Year uh, for um, all of my um, Asian um, uh, friends. Uh, It is the year of the rabbit. It is the what, what do you call it, Frankie? The Lunar New Year? Is that what we say? Yes. Happy New Year, uh, BTF Phoenix. Yes, BTF Phoenix. Happy New Year to you and your family. Happy New Year to all those who celebrate. <clears throat> it is a new year, a new start for you guys. Um, hope it's a, a blessed and uh, amazing new year for you. So once again, thank you guys for rocking and rolling with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the idiots who are engaged in the chat. You guys were awesome today. Love the dialogue. Can't wait to read it later because I can't read it right now. But you old. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate every single one of you guys for interacting. Thank you for everybody that was in the chat. Simon K, I didn't get to shout you out. Appreciate you stopping by and giving us a shout. Um, Alex, uh, thank you for coming through as well. Um, Lewis, thanks for holding it down. Mimi, good to see you again. Miss you, girl. And my wife, holding it down. Um, and I don't know. I can't see the screen because Frankie's uh, too far away. But anyway, no. Thanks everybody. And yeah. And again, we 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 appreciate everybody that comes in. And um, 
actually um, support us. You know, like we, you know, like it, it means a lot to us. So I want to say, uh, uh, again, Simon, thank you for everything. Jimmy, if you're in Patterson, you're in the area, 6062 Broadway. Simon, you got Simon K Media. They're killers. Uh, just tell them the idiots sent you, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, thank you again for, every, for, for tuning in. Awesome job. All right, guys, you know how to follow us. Make sure you follow us on all your favorite streaming services. We're there. Peace, love, and a bottle of hair grease. We love y'all. We out of here. DJ Fire, let's go. Lessons with idiots. Till next time. Peace. show right now it's going to be out there forever i did it for nothing <laughs> i did it for free at least we like to know what the guidelines are you know oh what my our stipulations God. are all right yeah in re recorded video it's got the, the price goes up the price oh, absolutely goes up. <laughs> i mean you could do a pay-per-view oh, oh but oh, i'm taking i'm taking i want, I'm taking, I want royalties and, and royalties. i'm taking eight eight percent off the off the top you gotta get royalties on the, the lips <laughs> gotta help us <laughs>